This is Isabel and San Dimas, Conversations with Neighbors. This is a podcast to spark conversations among neighbors about happenings in and around San Dimas. I am Isabel in San Dimas, and I'm happy to be one of your neighbors. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the show. Hello, 2020. Wow, it's kind of weird saying that. I didn't imagine that we would get here one day. I am very much looking forward to the start of this year. I have a lot of interesting topics for future episodes, including something that I find interesting, a series of interviews with candidates for mayor and city council. But before we jump into that series today, I wanted to talk about a local issue relating to traffic around schools during pickup and drop-off times. The reason I'm covering this today is, one, I heard about this issue on Nextdoor, and one of my neighbors reached out to me and thought this would be a good topic, and I agreed. I personally have experienced struggles driving around schools during pickup and drop-off time, and I don't live particularly close to a school. I live somewhat near Shull Elementary School, and When I'm driving by during the peak hours, it can be a little scary, a little overwhelming when people are jaywalking, there's a ton of cars, cars are stopped in the middle of the road. Um, It's just a chaotic scene in general. So I thought this was something that a lot of us who live in San Dimas, whether or not we live next to a school, could relate to. And lastly, It's the new year. I thought this would be a good New Year's episode to get us thinking about how we as residents, members of the community, treat each other, in particular when we're driving around a school. To give us some background about this issue, I met with Sandimus resident Lisa Takis, who lives very close to Allen Avenue Elementary School. She shared with me some challenges and problems that her neighborhood faces with relation to the traffic situation at the school and some potential solutions. I also met with the principal, Debbie Grenier, at Allen Elementary, and today I'm going to share with you a little bit about what I learned about this topic. So I started out at Lisa's home, just walking distance from Allen Elementary. Lisa, can you just tell me a little bit about what you see as the main issue um, with the pickup and drop-off situation where you live in relation to the school? Okay. Uh, Well, number one, we're on a cul-de-sac right in front of the the elementary school. Uh, Four times a day, we have a huge parking problem with parents not parking correctly, picking up and dropping off their children, uh, children running in our yards, you know, people just not being courteous and respectful of where we live. Mm-hmm. Um, so four times a day, we have to manage our lives to get out of our houses to go do the things that we need to do. And if we don't, we get caught up in the traffic situation in front of the school. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's really hard. And we knew going into this that we would have traffic with the school being there. But being here over 20 years now... And seeing how the more students there are, the more traffic Mm -hmm. there is on a daily basis. So you've seen it get worse in the 20 years that you've lived here. Progressively worse with the more student enrollment, the more the parking issue has escalated. Mm -hmm. And fewer fewer kids busing into school. Fewer kids busing, uh, fewer kids even riding their bikes to school. The bike rack is 
constantly empty. Mm-hmm. Um, when my husband attended Allen Avenue, he rode his bikes wow. to school. And he goes, there would be 30 bikes a day in the bike rack. Your husband went to school yes, here. He wow. went to school here. Um, and that was it. Or you were bused. But I understand now it's $200 to ride the bus in the Bonita Unified School District. So that's an expense that parents aren't willing he, to No. And I, I can totally understand that. It's basic, common thing. You know, if you give people the service that they're going to want and you lower it, they'll use it. Mm-hmm. But they don't. I mean, did you, this morning, did you see any buses dropping off students? No, yeah, I didn't see one big bus at all. So, okay, so you talked a little bit about the problem on your street. You live on a cul-de-sac. There's people parking crazily, blocking driveways, you know, you didn't mention this, but blocking the crosswalk. What, um, I mean, this is beyond just you and your neighbors. What do you see as some of the issues, even for parents and students, you know, the school community at large? Uh, It's not safe for the children. I mean, I've seen people blow through the crosswalk, go into the crosswalk. They're not stopping behind the white line where they're supposed to be. So they're technically into the crosswalk and there's children walking there with their parents um, and dropping them off. Parents are exiting the children street side instead of curbside to let their children out, which is a hazard to people driving on the street, to the children themselves and the parents from getting out on that side. Mm -hmm. They need to open the doors. It may be an inconvenience, but let your children cross over through the back seat and exit onto the curb Mm -hmm. but to also they need to keep the steady flow going in and out parents need to slow down take a minute and say okay i have to wait my turn and be respectful of the other parents Mm -hmm. and just wait your turn drop off you know and if if the administrators are out there follow their directions Mm -hmm. follow the directions if you know they'll help you open the car doors get the children out it should take you less than two minutes to drop the kid off proceed out and continue going and letting other parents come in to do the same. Mm -hmm. The problem is nobody has any respect. It's all about me, me, me. I got to go, got to go, got to go. I don't care about you. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not right. And it's a shame that that's what our world has come to, Mm -hmm. that everybody's all about me. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it truly is sad. And I'm just scared that, a student is going to be seriously hurt. Mm-hmm. And and I don't, I hope and I pray that that's not what it's going to take for the council and the city to take action. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just my school, it's any school in, in the, the area. And anybody that lives by a school knows it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's truly terrifying um, when you see people. And like, for example, today, the lady put her hazards light, lights on, parked in the red, Walked your child into school. That's entitlement. That's pure and simple. It's like, come on. You know, we're standing there. A lady parked three feet into the crosswalk. Right. Essentially blocking people trying to make a right turn onto our street. Blocking children that were crossing. crossing, And you saw, uh, she started backing up and there were people in the crosswalk. Yeah, that is scary. It's scary. And it's, you know, being a parent, I understand you want to walk your child up to school but then you also need to realize that starting to let them have a little independence but also know and respect 
the rules of the road. You get to the curb, you stop, you wait, you look left, you look right, you look left again. Then you proceed. Mm -hmm. But like people just constantly step off the crosswalk and aren't even paying attention. Mm -hmm. They're just like, okay, I'm going. Mm -hmm. Was there a specific event or moment in the recent past that made you feel really strongly about taking this issue up with your neighbors and yeah a couple weeks ago i was home i wasn't paying attention my dogs were barking um my neighbors saw children playing in my front yard running through my yard into my neighbor's yard and messing with landscaping that we have and we had just put the landscaping in um and she told me that the parents were just sitting there talking not even watching the children and i'm like okay that's just disrespectful to me um, what if the child would have got hurt on my property? Would they have sued me? Would they have sued my neighbor? Mm -hmm. You know, and that terrifies me as a homeowner is that I could probably lose my livelihood because somebody's not watching their child. So that example kind of shows that it's a bigger issue than just parking. It's about respecting <laughs> the neighbors, respecting each other, Common safety. Common courtesy, safety. But the parking oh, is really the, the, the issue that you is live with day to day. Day to day, yes. Yeah. Yes. You okay. know, and, you know, my neighbors, we try. I mean, all neighbors that have been here 30 plus years have seen it get worse as time goes on. And they're just like, okay, what do we do? What do we do? Mm -hmm. You know, and like this morning, we staged our little silent protest by parking on the street, mm -hmm. parking all our cars, spacing our trash cans out wide to get the point across, mm -hmm. you know, and we've asked parents politely, Hey, could you, you know, keep an eye on your children? I'm not going to repeat what they've said to me, but <laughs> it wasn't nice. Or, uh, could you please park a little bit closer to the curb or not block my driveway? We get the same response, mm -hmm. you know, or we get ignored and they continue walking. Mm -hmm. And it's just like respect. Common mm -hmm. courtesy is all we want. We don't care if you park on our street, just obey. Mm -hmm common courtesy that's mm -hmm. all we want do you feel your mini protest of parking in the street and putting out your trash cans do you think that helped today or worked um a little bit i did notice that it caused a little bit more of a traffic jam so maybe that'll get the point across to them a little bit better maybe deter people d from deter people from parking you know which i really don't want to deter them from parking if they're gonna behave mm -hmm. i have no problem it is a city street it is a public street but, you know, all we ask is that please obey. Mm -hmm. Please obey and respect us. We live here. We have to put up with it four times a day. Mm -hmm. That's what we want. So tell me a little bit about um, what you did last week and who you reached out to and how that went. Um, the kids playing in my yard was the breaking point for me. Uh, so I emailed uh, Principal Gardner at Allen Avenue, met with her. And the school resource officer, a deputy from San Diego Sheriff Station, voiced my concerns to her. And she explained to me that it's not necessarily a school issue, but that it is San Dimas traffic issue and it's a council and city issue, uh, the parking situation. Uh, she understood completely. She had a parent that told her that she needed to do something with the parking situation because she had to block a park a block away to walk her child to school. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's irrelevant. It's, it is what the situation is. There's plenty of parking on San Dimas Canyon Road. Mm -hmm. So uh, 
she listened to my concerns, both her and the deputy. I explained to them that, you know, we may do the silent protest. You may get some calls and concerns about it. People, parents complaining that they couldn't park and that's why their kids are going to be late. Know that it was us, that that's what we were doing. And she was totally fine with it. Mm-hmm. Next day, I walk out there. She's out there with the school resource officer. There was the custodian at the entrance gate. Uh, helping students directing. Did we see him today? Yeah, yeah. he was uh, he was walking around, um, and then I proceeded down Sandy Miss Canyon Road uh, to where there were other teachers that were stationed at other gates that were oh, helping good. students come in. Um, you know, and she asked my help for whatever I could do to help bring the situation to light to the parents about the parking situation, what we're trying to do to remedy it, and. You know, to park on San Dimas Canyon Road if they could, but she explained to me that they have an issue with people not cleaning up after their dogs. And if we could please address that. Draw so attention. That, yeah, draw attention to that so that people could park there, let their kids out, and not have to worry about stepping in something. So it sounds like your conversation with the principal was really helpful. She was supportive. She listened. Um, and then... You know, the day after you saw... They acted. She uh, informed me that she was going to send out a mass email to the parents Mm -hmm. uh, with regards to that to please be kind to the neighbors. They do live here. Be You know, follow the parking rules. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, it it was a little better. Uh, I do know that they did get pull over some people Mm -hmm. on Thursday and Friday with the sheriff. And this morning, mm-hmm. too, um, uh, I don't know how many tickets are actually being given out versus given, you know, given a verbal warning. Um, I don't like to have anybody get a ticket, but if it's going to bring attention to it, then it has to be. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it sounds like, you know, the school took the actions they could. They had teachers out there trying to help move the traffic along the um However, the sheriff deputy got out there to, to start issuing tickets was mm-hmm. a help yeah. um, that you've seen a change in the past week. Yeah. Um, it'll be short-lived, though. <laughs> it, 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 it will be short-lived. Everybody will see that they're there, and they'll behave, and then it's going to go back to normal. It mm-hmm. always does. Yeah. It always does. So, so right now there may be some... Uh, easy or short-term solutions. What do you see as the long-term solutions? What would you like to see change um, to improve safety for everyone, the neighbors and They need to put in a safe drop-off zone at all the schools. It's not just my school, all the schools. If they could tear out a portion and go into the field and make a U and have just parents going through, driving, dropping off, and then exiting and continuing on to San Dimas Canyon Road... That would alleviate a lot of the problem. Mm-hmm. A lot of the problem. So safe drop-off zone. Safe drop, pickup and drop-off zone if they have to for all the schools. To me, this is safety. It's safety for the parents, the children, the staff, everybody the neighbors. involved. Everybody, the neighborhood, everybody involved. Mm-hmm. It's safety. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want it to take the action of a child or a parent being injured to get somebody to do something. We also talked about having a crossing guard yes. right here by the school because we saw a lot of people parking in the crosswalk. We saw people not knowing when to cross and then pedestrians and cars going at the same time. It It, it is scary. You know, there 
parents with young children, you know, I have young children, you had a child who went to the school, but what is it going to take, you know, is it going to take someone to be seriously injured for, um, you know, the powers that be to realize maybe we should have a crossing guard there, you mm-hmm. know, maybe, exactly. um, maybe taking a preventive approach. Yeah. Is be pre- a, pre- a preemptive strike mm-hmm. versus, you know, a post. I mean, nobody wants to see a child hurt mm-hmm. or even a parent you know, taking their child to school. Nobody mm-hmm. wants that. Right. I would like to see improved signage that actually say no stopping and or if there's stopping two-minute loading zone only. Mm-hmm. If they want to park, they can either park across the street on Allen or down Allen Avenue or on San Dimas Canyon Road if they want to stop. One thing that I did forget to mention that to you is that when my son did attend Allen Avenue, uh, in the parent handbook, it stated to not park on Lyford Drive or Banfield. It mm-hmm. said specifically to park on San Dimas Canyon Road. Does it still say that? No, that is now omitted from huh. the, the parent handbook. Interesting. But when my son attended there, that was in the parent handbook. So maybe that is part of... Um why you've seen a an increase a bigger increase i mean we always had it but it's even more so now i mean just more signage whatever if i mean i would volunteer to be out there mm-hmm. to help with the kids it's like okay let's keep the keep it moving when my son went there we had the principal that did it she would go out there and she would go open two three car doors help the kids out shut mm-hmm. the car doors Get the parents help move away. things along. Yeah, help move things along to keep mm-hmm. to keep the flow going. But I mean, and like Ramona has, they now have uh, banners posted on Gladstone side that says student drop off area. Mm-hmm. So, so it sounds like this. I mean, the signage would really help just to have a clear spot that says this side. Um, so that's the south side of Allen by the school would be. Just two-minute loading, yeah. you know, and having two minutes written really clearly will help people understand this is a, a quick thing. Yeah. You're not getting out of your car. You're not yeah. walking your kids up. And then maybe across the street on the north side of Allen where people can actually park, yeah. you know, that's designated for parking and not in the red zone, just in the legal parking areas. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a crossing guard would definitely be a help. You know, I witnessed that today. Um, and then even you talked a little bit about having some parking restrictions on the cul-de-sacs, mm-hmm. like, um, no parking during school hours, no, no parking. school parking, mm-hmm. no school parking would, would benefit. I mean, it would benefit us. Um, and yeah, that would be great because or permitted parking or, or permitted parking be, like Ramona has mm-hmm. on the, uh, West side or no, the East side of the school mm-hmm. is you uh, can park and that's usually up taken up by the staff Mm -hmm. right in front of the school from the corner of Gladstone uh, to up to where the exit driveway is, is two minute loading zone. Mm -hmm. And then across the street on resident side is permitted parking only. Mm -hmm. So something like that, something like that, your big vision or dream would be really create a designated safe loading, unloading, pickup drop off zone. Yeah. For all the schools, all the schools, but um, But, yeah, mine, I would love to see it, but may, but for all the schools, mm -hmm. for all the schools or do something to where, uh, reward parents for doing a carpool, a child Mm. carpool. That's a good idea. And you idea. can have a designated drop-off. Okay, ch- child carpool. Okay, you can come here, 
load, unload, have that more was, privileges yeah. for people who are carpooling. Exactly. That's a good idea. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it, would, it would benefit everybody. Yeah. You know, something to, you know, give back and, and you know, or like you know, at the school, recognize them. Yeah. Recognize them. Just a little recognition goes a long way. To encourage to, that yeah, kind of behavior. People, yeah. Yeah. Fewer cars. Yeah. Exactly. Fewer cars or like, okay, you want to walk the kids up? Okay, have one parent designate, take a whole bunch of kids, mm -hmm. you know, walk them up. You know, parents are big about exercising, walking in the morning. Okay, how about we take a group of you kids and one morning a week a parent can trade off? Okay, I'll take, you know, four or five kids. Mm -hmm. move, like some sort school. of volunteer program where people are helping escort kids to school mm -hmm. or opening doors or something to help. Something move Some, traffic along yeah, to keep the traffic flow going rather than everyone in their own car taking their one or two kids you know and or like case in point the one lady parked in front of us walked her child out left the child in the car oh my gosh i've seen that i've seen that more on more than one occasion that is terrifying i'm like really you're gonna leave your child in a car seat in a car as far as next steps what do you um what do you personally plan to do what do you hope to get your neighbors to do. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get together with my neighbors. We have a little monthly thing where we get together and we talk about the issues on the street and just an overall get together, see how everybody's doing. So I'm gonna bring it up then. Uh, if they wouldn't mind writing their concerns and you know if what they would like as a solution. And I plan on going to the city and getting an appointment and getting heard in front of the board to bring this up mm -hmm. because. Uh, I did it before. We got the we got the red curb three feet in front of the houses, but it's not enough. Mm -hmm. It's not enough. So you know, I'm going to get with my neighbors and try to decide what we want. Yeah, what we want as a community here on this street. Mm -hmm. What we would like to yeah. see. Well, I I mean, I love stories like this. I think it's really empowering to hear about neighbors, you know, just normal everyday people coming together about, you know, issues they care about and, you know, taking action. And I, I really admire your, um, you know, kind of leadership for your, your neighborhood community and, um, you know, your willingness to take action about something that you really care about. So, um, I, I really appreciate that. Thank you for telling me and, you know, Not a problem. welcoming me to your neighborhood. And, um, I hope we can get the word out and, you know, get as many people to support your cause. And yeah, if you're having problems, message me, call me, we can get together. We can go to the, we can go to the city as a group mm -hmm. and just say, it's not just us. It's all of us mm -hmm. because it does, it affects all of us. Yeah. You know, and even, even the parents like, okay, that drop off your children. What do you want to see? Yeah. What do they want to see happen with the school too? Because it can't just be me. Yeah. It can't, be, it can't be just be me. I mean, I see parents and I see the frustration. And yeah. I, I, Running I late to yeah. school because they can't find anywhere yeah. to park. And and I get that. In, and I understand working for a living. I did. I worked. I dropped him off at school. I picked him up from school. I know the struggle. Mm -hmm. It's real. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. After meeting with Lisa Takis, she suggested I speak with the principal over at Allen Avenue, Debbie Grenier, and I had the opportunity to meet with Principal Grenier, uh, who was very accommodating to my request and in talking about this issue. Principal Grenier shared a lot of the same concerns as Lisa about the traffic, the unsafe driving habits, but uh, there are a few 
things that she mentioned in particular that I just wanted to share. When asking her about what she thought was one of the major driving factors for the congestion around the school, she really felt that um, the traffic that's coming through Allen Avenue is a pretty compact area um, leading to a lot of congestion. If you've ever driven on Allen Avenue right by the school, you know that there's only one lane going each way, which is challenging because uh, you know, people are slowing down, people are trying to pass, a lot of people are making legal U-turns. Um, so that just leads to a lot of the congestion. And Principal Grenier feels that it would be a lot better for traffic flow if people use Sandy Miss Canyon to drop their kids off. It's a lot bigger of a street. There are two lanes going in each direction. And even though it's a bigger street, there is a crosswalk at the light. And also people can park on the school side and walk their kids to school that way. So she feels that using San Dimas Canyon as an option instead of Allen to drop kids off for school would really help alleviate the problem. Uh, for Principal Grenier, her big dream for the safest, most efficient, the best way to drop kids off and pick them up from school would be to actually convert part of the field that's over on San Dimas Canyon into a designated drop-off and pickup area that would be staffed with school staff and helping escort kids from the cars, uh, directing them to uh, directly onto campus. And in fact, I was interested to hear that the city of San Dimas has actually heard about this plan. They've drawn up formal um, drawings about this plan. And it seems like the city is very supportive of Sandy Miss Canyon becoming uh, the main entry point for kids being dropped off and picked up from school. The only issue is funding, of course. And uh, as Principal Grenier said, that most of the funding for such a big project would have to come from the district, she thinks. Um, and unfortunately, at this point, Principal Grenier is not sure if there is any funding from previous bond measures at this point. So it might be several years down the road as, as this type of project would likely cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's her dream solution, but obviously a costly one and something that's not going to happen for several years. So I asked Principal Grenier about what her solutions would be in the short term, given that the Sandy Miss Canyon drop-off and pickup zone wouldn't come to fruition anytime very soon. And her suggestions were, one, to please just be courteous and follow the rules of the road. That was one of the big things that both she and Lisa said was that if parents driving their kids to school could be a little bit more cautious, courteous, follow the rules of the road, that things would be a lot safer um, for kids getting dropped off and picked up from school. Another great suggestion that the principal had was encouraging parents to either arrive early to uh, park and then bring their kids to school. Kids can start arriving as early as 7.30 to the cafeteria and then um, on campus at as early as 7.50. Or the other option is if you're going to arrive with the bulk of the traffic is just to really use those drop-off lanes. Don't park. Um, that's going to cause a lot more congestion. Use the designated drop-off. Don't get out of your vehicle. Let your kid out on the sidewalk side next to the school and let them walk to school that way because 
as she reminded me, there is no parking directly in front of the school. A lot of parents use that drop-off lane as a an informal parking spot, and that's really not what it's for. It's really just for staying in your car, dropping your kids off, and allowing traffic to flow smoothly, which doesn't always happen. Another thing that Principal Grenier is going to look into is speaking with the sheriff's department about um, getting a crossing guard. And as she mentioned previously, she really wants to have more parking and uh, more of the traffic on San Dimas Canyon. So maybe having a crossing guard at that intersection to encourage families to park over there and then walk their kids to school subsequently. Because this is the first episode of the year and in light of New Year's resolutions, Principal Grenier had some great words of wisdom at the very end. And and she said that she really thinks that at the end of the day, this is about having a safety mindset that everyone who's taking care of these kids coming to Allen Elementary or any elementary school or other school in the area should really be focusing on safety the same way that The principal, the teachers, and the staff have to have safety plans for uh, natural disasters, active shooter situations. Families are expecting the teachers to keep kids safe on the school property. In the same way, there should really be a safety mindset and expectation that the parents and the community are going to keep kids safe even before they get to school, when they're being dropped off. So take your time when bringing your kids to school follow the rules of the road. Um, let's keep everyone's safety in mind. And and as Principal Grenier said, before you rush off to drop your kids off to school, you're running late for work or whatever meeting, just slow down and take a deep breath. And remember that everyone's safety is what matters most. And I think those are great words of advice for the new year, a great potential resolution if this is something that you struggle with. So Good luck to you all out there. Be careful out there and let's get our kids to school safely. And let's also be courteous, kind, and respectful to our neighbors around us as well. In closing, what do you think about this issue? What do you see as the problems and potential solutions at nearby schools? Do you live near a school? Do you have kids that you drop off at school? I'd love to hear about your experiences. So comment at isabelinsandimas.com slash school traffic. Some updates and upcoming events. Starting in January on the 11th, Laverne's Heritage Park has orange picking uh, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. So my family will definitely be going out for that fun activity. Hope to see you there. Also, In San Dimas, Christmas tree pickup will be happening curbside through January 14th. Place your bare trees without any lights, garlands, ornaments, etc. next to your recycling bin. On January 15th, the City of San Dimas Planning Commission is hosting a community meeting at the Senior Center at 7 p.m. to get feedback about specific plan number 23. So that involves about nine acres of land just north of Bonita um, from about little west of Eucla to Cataract. There are three triangle-shaped properties that are currently zoned for different uses, including factories and manufacturing, and the city has adopted an emergency 
ordinance to have a moratorium on development in those areas. And the city is really looking for feedback, specifically because these properties are right next to the neighborhood, as well as near the historic downtown. They want to be really thoughtful about what new developments come into that area and the current zoning does not seem appropriate. So if this is something that you're interested in, feel free to attend the community meeting on January 15th. The city also has more information on their website, which I will post in the show notes. And I'm hoping to learn more about this issue and update you soon. Another update is that the dog park is currently closed, sad for all of our furry friends, um, through February 28th for renovations. But hopefully that means in March there will be some nice fresh grass for our pups to run around in. Now, last but not least, my personal tidbit is that you may not know this about me, but I'm typically very social media averse. I gave up Facebook for many years But I wanted to let you know that I started a new Facebook page for Isabel and San Dimas as a way to uh, promote the show, get some likes, spread the word about different episodes. So if you have a Facebook, go ahead and search for me. You can find me at Isabel and San Dimas. Like my page. Feel free to share my episodes with your friends and neighbors. So yeah, send me some love on Facebook. That's about it for me today. Thanks for joining me. I am Isabel and Sandimus. If you like the show, feel free to subscribe, leave a review, tell a friend or neighbor, or now you can follow me on Facebook. I always invite you to drop me a line on my website, isabelandsandimus.com, if there's anything you'd like to hear about in a future episode. I look forward to chatting with you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>